Hey everybody, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode and all of our episodes are powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which focuses on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information or to get connected, check out navigatorschurchministries.org. Hey, Tony, how you doing today? I'm good, brother. How are you? Doing real well. Question for you today. If you could live anywhere other than Dayton, Ohio, where would you live? I would like to live, and this is a no-brainer for me, I would like to live on a lake in Tennessee or northern Alabama. I, I I want a mountain lake with a little cabin, wraparound porch, and a dock that I can walk down to where I've got this sweet ski boat. That's what I want. What about you? Wow. That sounds nice. Uh, I would live in Thailand, um, actually where we used to live with our friends and um, just be back there. So that's where I would be. Okay. I like it. And I, you know, since knowing you, I've learned more about Thailand than I ever have before. It's, it's got quite the diverse uh, environment there. It it would be beautiful. I would imagine that the pictures seemed incredible. Yes. We lived on a, on a property that had eight acres, we were renting a house on it, but eight acres and surrounded by palm trees and we have banana trees and all sorts of beauty around us. So yeah, that was a good time. You know, I, I think um, when we talk about scenes and environment, it's probably a really good uh, a really good transition for us in today's topic because we're talking about the, the type of environment where someone is not able to be discipled or un undisciplable. Is that the word that we're going with? Undisciplable. Yeah. Undisciplable. You can't disciple them no matter how hard you try. It's not going to work. Now that it sounds so counterintuitive because we know that Matthew 28 tells us to go therefore and make disciples. And so, Mm -hmm. um, as we dive into this topic, uh, what does undisciplable really mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's people who, as they are today, um, they're not going to, trying to disciple them is not going to work because no matter how skilled you are, how much you care about them, the condition of their heart and where they're at spiritually is going to prevent any movement from happening. Um, And so, you know, like you said, it does kind of sound weird. But we're not we're not trying to be judgy here. Um, you know, in fact, I was undisciplable about a year before uh, I was very discipleable. And so, just because somebody is undisciplable, ago, were, uh, about a year ago, you were undisciplable. <laughs> right, but yeah, about a year ago. <laughs> about a year ago. Um, about a year ago. Right. So, just because somebody is that way today, it doesn't mean they'll be that way a week from now, or a month from now, or a year from now. It just means that. Um, something's got to change in their heart or what, what God's doing in them before what we're trying to do in terms of helping them become more like Jesus is actually going to, uh, to work in a, in a measurable, perceivable way. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know if I'm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it makes perfect sense. And it actually, um, you know, for me, I think one of the things I've had to learn is that, undisciplable doesn't mean bad person or uh, or somebody who isn't worthy of being friends with or, you, you know, as, as a matter of fact, there was when I right. first started 
making disciples, I was trying to pour into anyone that I could. And so I would oftentimes yeah. try to disciple guys who, um, who weren't really ready. They just weren't spiritually there. And I, I remember there was a young man who I was meeting with on a, on a somewhat regular basis and we were going to lunch and every time I would meet with him, I felt like I would leave the meeting going, what did I just do with that 60 or 90 minutes? And, hmm. and I love the guy, right? It's not, that I, it's not that I didn't think that he was uh, uh, worthy of my time, or he, but I was trying to tithe my week in disciple-making relationships, which is a goal for me. And here I am meeting with this yep. gentleman on a regular basis. I'm pouring into him. And what ends up happening is nothing. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so I, you know, I just found it really interesting that it, it wasn't, it's, it's not even his fault. Actually, I think, I think it was more my fault because as the, the, the person who's going to be the discipler, I need to be more in tuned with where the person I'm trying to disciple is. Yeah, no, that's really good because like you said, it doesn't mean we shouldn't love them or be in relationship with them. In fact, we would we would disciple people like that if we had infinite time available, right? And so the the very fact that we don't have infinite time available means that if we're going to make a good investment of our time, we need to be prayerful. We need to be strategic and intentional about who we are choosing to engage in that way. And so that's why we're talking about this, right? It's not because we want to like say, oh, these people aren't ready and these people are, but it's just a matter of, well, we have a limited amount of time. We want to make disciples who make disciples. And so we want to invest in those who are ready for the type of investment that we want to make in them. Um, the other caveat, Tony, that we should say is that sometimes God might just ask you to invest in somebody and to spend a lot of time with somebody who isn't ready. Yeah. And that's okay too, right? We want to be following what what God's asking us to do. But what we're talking about is, in general, most of the time, you're going to want to consider uh, the person that you're thinking about discipling. Are they one of these types of four four types of people? Because if they are, it's probably not going to go very well, or at least quickly. Um, and so that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, one one of my old pastors, Mike Slaughter, used to say. Um, everyone is equally valuable to God, but not everyone is equally strategic. Mm. And, yeah. and I think that's a yeah. that's probably that's a, that's a good reminder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So, Tony, why don't you start us off? We got four types of people who you can't disciple. What's the first type? Yeah, the the first type of person is the unfaithful person, right? An unfaithful Christian is somebody who uh, has a desire to grow or help others but doesn't actually follow through, right? Before um, before we disciple someone, we need to check to see how faithful they are or aren't, right? And and it's easy to select an unfaithful person because he or she often um, speaks with passion or conviction around how much they'd love to grow, yet a, a person who's unfaithful ultimately has an integrity problem. So let, let me say it like this. Um, an unfaithful person says all the right things, but does none of them. And and when you run into someone who is unfaithful, um, it you end up just leaving the next meeting disappointed. You may not leave the current meeting disappointed, but you leave the next meeting disappointed because what we saw is an absence of follow through. 
Uh, a great example of this is, mm. you know, when I typically end a disciple making meeting, we do it with a smart goal, right? And we we talk about, you know, for example, scripture reading, and if they wanted to grow in their scripture reading, and so we say, hey. Before the next time we, we meet, you're going to read these many chapters and you're going to do so by this date. And then we get to the next meeting, we show up and they haven't done it. Right. And and now we're not talking about a lack yeah. of grace for that. We want to be graceful, but a continuous behavior of being unfaithful is somebody who ultimately isn't ready to be discipled. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. So. Is there any scripture or how would you discern whether somebody is that way maybe before you're into it? I, you know, I, I think um, watching their behavior ahead of time is important. Uh, I'm also reminded uh, of Luke 16, 10, uh, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So sometimes um, before mm-hmm. I enter into a relationship, uh, particularly if I'm in a season where my plate feels especially full, I'll give um, a test assignment, right? And it's it's like, hey, okay. before we meet, I'd like for you to read this so that we can talk about it in our time together. You know, and, and even okay. even though one of the gentlemen who pours into me, um, if he gives me a book to read, he won't schedule our next appointment until I finish reading the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and and that he it just wants me. It. Yeah, that's right. He's not going to waste his time, right? Like, so, hey, text me when you're done reading the book right. and then we'll schedule our next appointment. Now, I'm not in a point in my walk where I need okay. to meet with him every week or every other week. And so when we meet, yeah. it's typically for a longer time. But, um, but he, you know, I, I want to be faithful to his mentorship and, and spiritual fatherhood in my life. So that's what we do. Right. Huh. Okay. That's awesome. Good. So unfaithful, right? Second one. Give us the second one. Yeah. So the second one is you cannot disciple somebody who is unavailable. Mm. It's just not going to go well. So in our culture, this is a big one because there are so many people um, in our world and our society that their plate is just full. They don't have anything else to put on it. Whatever gets put on is not going to sit on there. It's going to get pushed off by the next thing they're trying to put on. And so it might be the biggest, it's certainly one of the biggest obstacles to making disciples in our culture. And really we can discern it because if people don't have time to go deep um, in their relationship with you or others, or we might see it in the context of a church, if they're not, they're not able to be at church a lot, if they're not able to be in a small group because of time considerations, then chances are it's because they're not available. And so uh, it's easy though, Tony, to select somebody who's unavailable because when you're with them, they might be off the charts on faithfulness and, you know, just eagerness to learn and grow. And they might be saying all the right things, but yet when you're trying to get another time with them, Um, it's just hard to do, or you might schedule it and then they don't show up. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, that's really hard. And I found a lot of times that, um, that people who are unavailable, um, again, it's easy to select them because of the other stuff might be right in place, but ultimately it's a priority issue, right? We all have the same number of, of hours in a day 
and they're choosing to engage and to invest their time in other ways and other places. And so, yeah, don't try to disciple somebody that's unavailable because it's not going to work. Yeah, unfortunately. How about the third one? Well, I was going to say before we move to the third one. um, Yeah. The the a lot of the pastors that I know often run into the unavailable part, right? They don't keep enough margin in their schedule in order to disciple someone well, because they're so busy doing the work of ministry. They're not actually doing (laughs) any ministry. And that's, that's always disappointing. So if you're a pastor listening to this, make margins for disciple making. It's so important. So important. And you referenced it uh, when you were talking about the first one of trying to tithe your time into disciple making relationships. So as a pastor, that's a great goal, right? Is all right, well, let me look at the hours that I normally work. How could I take 10% of those and invest those into disciple making relationships? So good. Love it. So love it, love it. Um yeah, unfaithful, unavailable. What's our third one? Third one, unteachable, right? And the unteachable Christian is interested in understanding but not in learning. This is the person that when you sit across from them is they, um, they have a really hard time applying the truth to life. So, uh, you know, they're normally a a little bit more head than heart, right? They want to think about it, but they don't want to actually live into it very well. Right. And so, um, you know, it's, it's an, a very dangerous kind of place to see the unteachable person because, Oftentimes you can get into some really great discussions, but it's hard to get to a place where you're really impacting life. Uh, I think I see this the most mm-hmm. in people who are struggling with um, it, being open to talking about character deficiencies. Y- you know, like, oh, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like I, if, you, if you start to use absolutes, like I never have a problem with that or that's not something I've ever wrestled with, then... I begin to wonder if someone is unteachable because, well, I, I've just done this long enough to know that I struggle with everything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think when we when we look at an unteachable person, it's easy to select them because they may be faithful and they may be available, um, but it's you know it's one of those things for me that's much harder because they're they feel a little bit like a brick wall where you're just like come on you're almost there you got it you almost got it oh we didn't get it right and so that unteachable person is is going to be somebody who may cast blame instead of choosing to accept their own role in it so just somebody who has a hard time seeing Mm -hmm. themselves yeah no that's really good tony um So if you're listening, you might have heard in these first three, um, faithful, available, teachable, we've kind of talked about the other way, right? We don't disciple somebody who is not, but we've had episodes where we've referenced the FAT acronym, faithful, available, teachable is what we're looking for in somebody that we disciple. And so uh, this is me building some tension and suspense on the fourth one, right? Because it doesn't fit into that (laughs) acronym, but there, there actually is. One more thing that if you try to disciple somebody that is like this, um, it's not really going to work to the objectives that we're trying to to create, right? Somebody who is a disciple who makes disciples. And mm-hmm. so that last one, so the fourth thing, uh, fourth type of person that you cannot disciple is an unbeliever. 
And so this is, you know, a bit different. Some people would argue that you can disciple a non-Christian. I disagree, right? And so the reason I disagree is because prior to being in relationship with Jesus, uh, we, we should walk with people. A lot of those same principles of disciple making applies. So we need to be relational with them. We need to be intentional. We need to be sharing the gospel. But, you know, we call this evangelism, not right. disciple making, right? Because Jesus didn't look at people who were opposed to him and what he was about and say, hey, come follow me. And, you know, hopefully I can bring some transformation so that you're kind of on board with God. He chose people that already had a soft heart towards God and that were interested in pursuing pursuing God. And so for us, if we are going to disciple somebody, they at least need to have faith that Jesus is the son of God and they want to be more like him because that's what we're discipling them towards, just like Jesus, right? So Jesus is trying to help them become like him. We are trying to help people become like Jesus. And so if they're not interested in, following Jesus or learning about Jesus or committed to the mission of Jesus, then we are not going to be able to effectively disciple them. We should love them. We should be in relationship with them. But that is a different sort of relationship. That is a an evangelistic sort of relationship. Um, and so don't try to disciple people that don't have faith yet, right? First, we need to help them develop um, a relationship with Jesus, uh, a faith in him, and then we can begin to disciple them. And so disciple making can't begin until at least they have that commitment to becoming like Christ. Um, so those are four, Tony, right? So don't disciple somebody that is unfaithful, unavailable, unteachable, or unbeliever. Um, it just does not work. And believe me, I've tried. Tony, I don't know how many of these you've tried so far. Most but of them. I, and I've I think tried. I've been a couple of them <laughs> along the way. I mean, honestly. And, and, and yeah. you know, and I, yeah. I think it is important to know that sometimes it's a season of life that someone's in where they might be in one of those seasons. And, you know, the Holy Spirit will do incredible things to move us and to move our hearts. And and all of mm-hmm. that is good and important to know. And and it's OK. It's OK for someone to be in a weird season, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And really, we're just talking about categories of relationship or levels, maybe is a better word for it. That if somebody is faithful and teachable, but is not available, well, we still want to be friends with them and love them and continue to offer, you know, input to them as we're around them. Because chances are, as they're following Jesus, they might see that their priorities need to be changed a little bit. And they might begin to offload some of those things that they are putting more priority on. And then they, they're a great a great person that God might be calling you to disciple. So like you're saying, it's not a final determination of, oh, I got to write that person off. They'll never be a disciple maker. It's just, all right, well, I need to continue to pray and wait on God uh, for that person to be the type of person that's ready for a discipling, a Jesus style relationship of discipling. We got to wait. Got to wait. Tony, how about our takeaway and action step? Oh, go ahead. You got more. Well, no, I was going to say, let me give us our takeaway and action step. <laughs> so great, Perfect. Great, All right. great minds think alike. Our takeaway, uh, understanding not everyone is ready to be discipled, right? Understanding not everyone is ready to be discipled, which is what we we're just talking about. And our action step today, hey, I want to challenge you or we want to challenge you to evaluate if the person you are trying to disciple is truly undisciplable. Mm-hmm. 
in this season of their life. Uh, if so, if they are undisciplable, we want you to know next week, our next week episode is all about how to gracefully end a disciple-making relationship, how to gracefully end a disciple-making relationship. Uh, we're excited to bring that to you next week. And to make sure that you don't miss next week's episode, stop right now. Hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, if you could leave us a rating or review on iTunes or whatever platform you use. And the greatest compliment you can give us is to share this episode with a friend. I know I speak on behalf of Justin when I say we are so thankful to be on this journey with so many of you who give us such incredible feedback about this little podcast that we're doing all about disciple making. So we're thankful for you and for the mission that you have uh, to walk in faith and make disciples. We'll see you guys real soon.